If you're like me, you care about getting the most from your workouts, which means wearing the finest performance gear. You know, fabric that dries quickly and has superior moisture wicking properties. Fabric so soft and comfortable, you could, well, curl up and sleep in it. Introducing Sheeks, spelled S-H-E-E-X, the world's first performance bedding line. Sheeks began when two former elite athletes and coaches had an aha moment, combining everything we love about quality performance fabric with everything we love about comfortable, irresistible bedding. Unlike traditional sheets that trap heat, sheiks are breathable, so you aren't constantly waking up to throw off covers or add a blanket. So you sleep deeper, longer, and better. And sheiks bedding looks as good as it feels. Colors and styles that can match any decor at a price that will pleasantly surprise you. And right now, you can try sheiks for 30 nights risk-free. Just go to sleepcoolnow.com. Use promo code 1212 and get $40 off any sheet set. That's sleepcoolnow.com promo code 1212. Sleepcoolnow.com, 1212. This is our number two of a special year-end edition of the World According to Zig podcast. My name is John Ziegler. And in this year in which virtually all of our cherished traditions have fallen by the wayside thanks to the COVID pandemic and the reaction to it, we have tried to very desperately hold on to one of, mo- one of my most cherished traditions, and that is the yearly Christmas interview that I do uh, with my two daughters. First, uh, this began with my daughter, Grace, who, who is now eight years old. Hi, Grace. Hi. And we've also added this year for a second time my three-year-old daughter Diana. Hi, Diana. Hi. Now, last year, Diana, do you remember when we tried to do this last year? I think you do have some memory of this when you were two. Do you remember being here before? Yeah. And what do you remember about it? What do you remember about being here last year? Grace, stop coaching Diana and let Diana speak for herself. Diana, do you remember being here before? Okay, well, last year, Diana was was probably a little too young because she was two years old. I'm more confident that despite the bad start, that at three, Diana is going to be just fine in this yearly Christmas interview. All right, so this is just before Christmas. 2020. It has been quite a year, uh, both good and bad for both of you. Uh, Obviously, Christmas is at the forefront of both of your minds. Grace, let's start with you. Uh, How are you feeling about Christmas this year? What's your relationship like with Santa Claus and your elf, Eli? Give us an update on all of that. Well, Eli has come almost every single day. That's my elf. Um, he watches over me every single year, wow. and um, I thought I wasn't I wasn't gonna see Santa this year, but it turns out I did because he was like on a carnival parade or something. So you did get a chance to see Santa. He drove around the neighborhood in a fire truck, right? Yeah. 
But it, you weren't able to do the normal visit with Santa Claus. Yeah, I normally do it at brunch. Right. We have a, a yearly brunch where Santa Claus comes, and then you negotiate with Santa about whether or not you belong. I'll try my best. Right. That was my favorite moment with you and Santa was when uh, you, you were trying to negotiate to get on the good list, and Santa gave you some instructions, and you said, I'll try my best. Uh, do you think you've tried your best this year, Grace? Yes. Are you feeling confident? Yes. What What is it that you want from Santa this year? A Barbie dream house. Why? Like every girl in America. Why do you want a Barbie dream house? So I can play with my Barbies. Okay. And are you confident that you've been good enough to get that? Yep. All right. Well, I'm not. I'm not as confident, and I'm not sure you should be as confident, because you. You. I mean, this has been a rough year for everybody, but I don't know how good you've really been. I mean, how good do you really think you have been, Grace? Pretty good. Based let's on talk what? About what Diana wants. Oh, Diana, let's talk about you. Grace wants to change the subject. Diana, can you get in front of the microphone and tell us what do you want from Santa this year? I want a tricycle. You want a tricycle. She keeps changing every toy she wants. Well, she's three. So tell me why you want a tricycle, Diane. Diana, tell me why you want a tricycle. I can't. You can't tell me why you want a tricycle? <laughs> she just right. wants it. What do you think of Santa Claus? Uh, I don't know anything. You don't know anything about Santa Claus? You just met him. Was that exciting to meet Santa? Yeah. And so, do you think you've been a good girl this year? Yeah. Do you think you've been good enough to get a tricycle? Yeah. Have you been a good little sister? Yeah. Here's the big question. Has Gracie been a good big sister to you? Uh, I think yes. You think yes? You're not sure. Do you think that Gracie's been good enough to get the Barbie dream house? Yes. Do you hope she gets the Barbie dream house? Yes. So that you can ha- so you can play with it too. Yes. <laughs> what kind? She's just keeping saying yes. What kind? Of, what kind of a sister is is Gracie, Diana? Uh, a big sister. But is she a good big sister? Is she good? I think so. Yes. Is she good to you? Yeah. Do you love her? Yeah. You do. Why do you love Gracie? You don't know actually why you love her. You just do. I'm her big sister. That's why I keep her safe. You do? You also um, taunt her quite a bit, don't you? Not in the radio. You, you don't want to talk about this on air. Is that the problem? You're, you're worried that Santa might hear this broadcast? Is that yes. is that the concern? Yes, I keep thinking about it. You keep thinking? Is that really what you keep thinking about? Is, well, I don't know whether or not Santa's a listener. He's kind of busy this time of year. Diana, Diana, what? what do you, can you talk into the microphone? What do you think of the elf Eli? What do you think of Eli? Do you like Eli? Yeah. Do you think he's keeping an eye on you? Yeah. Okay. This morning she woke up and he was in her room. Yeah. And what do you think that means? He's spying on her like a hawk. Well, we only got a few more days left. Last decision's got to be made. So, Diana, what, what would, is there something you would like to say about Christmas? I mean, this is, this is the first time you really are fully involved in Christmas. Do you, do you love Christmas? We've been going to the lights almost every night. I love the lights. You, tell me why you love the lights. Dance 
party. Now, will you say anything that Grace tells you to say? What? I'm a pro at this. Well, <laughs> I don't. I don't need you to be coaching uh, Diana. Okay, Diana can can do this on her own. Um, so, so Diana, what do you what do you think about the COVID? What do you think about the COVID virus? Do you have an opinion on the COVID virus? Okay. I did not say anything. We don't need to coach everybody. Diana, why don't you sit up? Okay. Diana, are you are you finished? Are you are you done with this interview? I think so. (laughs) You're not that into it. Nope. You're you're not that into it. Are you? Do you want to stop? Okay. Do you want to (laughs) stop? I said okay. Is, is there anything else you would like to say to people? Do you want to say Merry Christmas? Do you want to say Merry Christmas? Okay. Merry Christmas. All right, Diana, we'll, we'll talk to you again later, okay? Okay. All right, why don't you go and hang out with Why don't you go and hang out with Mommy? And, the life of children. Okay. Now, Grace, tell us what tell us about your sister Diana. She is very cute, and she, like, she's always, like, gets into politics, and she's so cute, and she talks about it. So, um, all right, before we get into um, major issues that have dominated your life, including the COVID virus, which I know you have No Disneyland. Right, no Disneyland. I know you have very strong opinions about uh, what's happened this year. Let's go back to Christmas a little bit. So, so you're eight years old, um, and your enthusiasm for Christmas has always been very high. I love Christmas. Why do you love Christmas so much? I love the joy. Obviously, every kid loves this, the prince, the presents. Um, I love walking the lights. I love all the colors. I love everything about it. And uh, this year, uh, Christmas has been particularly uh, important because it's been such a rough year. Yes. Uh, We had an extraordinary thing happen uh, with regard to the holidays, and we've already referenced the Christmas lights. It's about Halloween. Yeah, let's go back to Halloween. Boo! All right, so so you you also love Halloween, and every year we go to your grandparents – here in Southern California to celebrate Halloween and because they do it up big in that neighborhood and you're very excited about your costume and mm-hmm. getting candy and the whole bit it's a whole big event and this year I finally it, found my love for Reese's peanut butter cups okay well that's good information <laughs> to have so uh, this year it was not canceled but it might as well have been tell us about your Halloween experience door slam face decoration so what does that mean to people who don't understand? People had decorations up. So I go like, okay, they may have a chocolate bar or something. I walk up to their house and say, there's a pandemic going on. You are, you, you are terrible parents leaving your ch- doing, letting your children do um, Halloween. And they just slam doors in my face. And that happened more than once, didn't it? 50,000 times. Well, it wasn't 50,000 times. It was somewhere between 50,000 times and zero. Uh, But it was a terrible experience, was it not? Terrible. Worst Halloween. Worst Halloween ever. But best Thanksgiving. Well, okay. We'll we'll worry about Thanksgiving later. But so I want to tell the story about the Christmas lights. So... So this was a horrendous experience, uh, Halloween. It was uh, traumatic. 
and very disappointing. And it made me very worried that our main Christmas tradition, which is to walk the Christmas lights in our neighborhood, was not going to be able to happen because not enough people were going to participate. We have a neighborhood near us, which, much like uh, your grandparents' neighborhood with Halloween, really does it up big for the, for the Christmas lights. And, uh, and so what did we decide to do, Grace? Write a letter. And who were we writing the letter to? Gemini. What's Gemini? The street where we walk the lights. Okay, so there's this neighborhood. Gemini Street is the primary street, although it's expanded way beyond that. And, um, and, and we decided, this was my idea, but you and I worked together on the letter. My idea. Oh, it was your idea. Okay, that's good. I didn't know that. All right, so it's good information, too. So it was your idea to write this letter, and we wrote this letter together, and uh, I, I actually typed it because, let's face it, your spelling is not very good, is it? Horrible. And it's, and it's partially because of, you know, no school from COVID, partially because you're, like your dad, a terrible speller. <laughs> so, so we did this letter together, and the letter basically went something like, uh, you know, Dear Gemini Resident, uh, my name is Grace. Uh, my sister Diana and my parents and I love walking your lights. Halloween was basically canceled. It's been a rough year. I really hope you don't cancel the lights this year. Hope to see you soon. And then you signed all the letters and you put little doodles, little doodles for Christmas on each of the letters. And so the Monday after a Halloween, uh, we went to the neighborhood and we dropped off these letters into the mailboxes and on the front porches of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you remember what my first concern? I got very, very, very worried uh, when I when I saw that the house that started this tradition, uh, the the house on the corner that has all the crazy penguins and whatever. Uh, this lady, uh, she got credit for starting this tradition several years ago. I got very worried. Why? Do you remember why I got worried? Um. Because she had a Biden sign. Right. She had a Biden sign on her front lawn. And I thought, uh-oh, uh, she's By not... By the way, every night I walk the lights, her house I can hardly see because it's just black. She doesn't even have house lights on. Yeah, that is a little weird, but you're getting ahead of the story. you got to tell the story incrementally, Grace. So, so uh, we see this Biden-Harris sign. This is just before the election. It's just after Halloween. And I'm getting very worried that, uh-oh, um, this whole thing's going to collapse because the Biden people are not going to do it. And if the woman who started this thing isn't going to do it, no one's going to do it. And, and our entire December is going to be, you know, a wash because <laughs> there's nothing to do after dinner because it's dark and cold out. <laughs> and we love walking the lights. So um, as we are, we, we're, we're sending out these letters. Interestingly, we didn't really focus that much on the, the houses that we perceived to be Trump houses. We knew that they were going to be in. They, they would do it. So if they had an American flag, uh, we knew they were good, right? So, so, but we were most focused on those that didn't appear to be Trump houses or might have been Biden houses. And so I was very, very worried about uh, what you know, was going to go down here. I was hoping this letter might have some influence. Some people in the neighborhood actually posted your letter on Facebook, right? Some people even framed it. Okay, you're getting ahead of the story again. So, uh, so I was hopeful that because it got posted on Facebook and it got a lot of likes, that maybe we had some semblance of an impact. So the lights generally begin on December 1st of every year. This year, because the last day of November was a Monday, we decided to go and check them out a little early. 
And I, I don't know if you knew this, Grace, but I was very, very nervous. I, I thought, uh-oh, this could be a total disaster. And so we started walking down Gemini, and sure enough, most of the houses were doing their normal presentations, but the Biden lady, of course, was not, right? I didn't even see one light. No, she, she, and her house has been dark almost the entire uh, December, which is weird, but, the, but she still has a Biden-Harris flag. Uh, so That she signs a light on. Right, and we had been told by other neighbors that she was not going to do it, but my instincts were 100% correct. Uh, if you're flying a, a, a Biden-Harris flag and putting a Biden-Harris sign on your front lawn, you're probably not going to participate in anything. It has nothing to do with Christmas. It has to do with the fear of facilitating a super spreader COVID I event. I might get the COVID. Right, because people might walk around and you know there, there would be a crowd and someone might give someone else the COVID. And as a Harris-Biden person, you're probably part of the COVID religion and therefore you're not going to participate in that. So that was not a surprise. But I was hoping to contain that cancer with your letter. That was the whole point, was to contain that cancer with your letter. And as we went to the next street, we were pleasantly surprised that there were, most people were doing their lights. By the way, extra credit for the man with the humongous American flag. Yes, yes. A lot more American flags this year. Which you we can do. see it from the moon. Okay, so I, I, don't, I don't think it's a coincidence that this year the... American flag motif was more popular among the Christmas lights. So as we're about a third of the way through our normal walk, we get to a house that you normally don't even like. Boo, Pokemon. You hate Pokemon for some reason. I don't even know why that is. My mom hates it, and it's also dumb. Okay, so you, you hate Pokemon. But for some reason, this year was very, very different because as we're looking at the Pokemon display... And I love the Pokemon display. As we're looking at it, the first night, there's a handmade sign right in the middle of their presentation that's very... Merry Christmas, Grace! Very nicely done, where the people have put up a sign that says, Merry Christmas, Grace. And when you saw that sign, what did you think? I went like... Okay, you were because you knew it was for you and for your letter, right? Mm. And as it turns out, we didn't even know this, but the people across the street, they put up signs that said Merry Christmas, Grace, and Merry Christmas, Diana, which was super nice because you had mentioned your sister Diana in the letter. And it turns out that I would say about 85 to 90 percent of the normal houses in this neighborhood have done their Christmas lights this year. And the Christmas lights are actually really good. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Now, how do you feel about this? I feel excited. I feel proud. I feel like I did a good thing in life. I'm Now, the, one of the people that, that w- was influenced by your letter, the people that put up the signs for both you and Diana, we met them. He cried. This was a guy who's about six foot four, close to 300 pounds, and... When he heard and his wife heard me call out to Grace and Diana, they immediately thought, oh, my God, this is Grace and Diana. They called us across the street and you um, and uh, got to meet him and Diana got to meet him and his wife. And he literally started crying because he met you. What, how did that make you feel? I didn't see it. But then when she told me, I felt like, wow. 
I think it's because people are really, really impacted by what's happened this year with the pandemic and the shutdown and the lack of human contact. And this meant a lot to people, Grace. Your letter meant a lot to people. Even got mentioned at a city council meeting. I know. I got so excited. Because why? Because I'm basically famous. No, no, no. See, now that's not, that's the absolute. My dad does not like me thinking I'm famous, which I am now. Okay, first of all, you're not famous. Second of all, you don't want to be famous. Do you, do you understand that fame is not a good thing, Grace? So everyone that I know that was famous died. What a coincidence. Grace? It's actually not a coincidence. Fame is bad. Fame is a drug. Fame it, it can do a lot of harm to you. I mean, you became a Michael Jackson fan. Look what happened to Michael Jackson because he was famous. He, he was, just did drugs because he, he was tired and stuff. It doesn't mean that it's cause of fame. It just means he was kind of dumb. Grace, first of all, you're way oversimplifying things. Uh, and it was fame that ended up killing Michael Jackson. I think you will learn that as you get older. So you don't want to be I'm, – I'm very concerned that you think that the fame element of this is the most important lesson from your letter that impacted a lot of people emotionally in a very, very difficult year. That disappoints me greatly, Grace. In fact, it makes me wonder whether or not we should have even written the letter. Dad. Seriously? Yeah, I'm serious. No, I'm serious. It makes me very concerned that maybe we shouldn't have even have written the letter. If that's your lesson, that's the lesson that's you get out of it. That's not the lesson I learned. That you, that's the lesson you said you learned? It's not. It certainly seems like it. So then what was the lesson? It's to do the right thing. Don't sit around while you think, oh, no, they're not going to do it. Do if you think something wrong is gonna happen that you won't like, do something about it. That's pretty good. All right. Okay. All right. You know what, Grace? That makes me feel like we did a good thing with the letter. That was the proper lesson. Not I'm famous because a couple of people made a sign for me at the local Christmas lights and I got mentioned at a city council meeting. So um, that makes me feel much better, Grace. And 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 when when I saw your sign. I, your, your mom thinks I cried. I didn't cry. I almost cried. I got choked up because of the sign because I was so happy that your letter had the had an impact. The only thing that would make you cry is if another scene was Bing Bomb dying in it. In the movie Inside Out. Yes. Yeah, that made quite an impression on you. When you first saw your dad cry. <laughs> I, that was the first time I, and the last time I ever saw my dad cry. Right. was when Bing Bong dies in the movie Inside Out. That was back in the olden days when we used to have movie theaters. Yeah. And when you used to go to the movie theater in person. Um, Actually, yesterday, it kind of felt like I was in a movie theater. My teacher turned off all the lights, and we watched um, half an hour movie. Yeah, because you because you've gotten so much work done in school this year. So you had time. You had time in your last day of school for maybe a month uh, to to check out a movie. All right, now one last thing on Christmas. So uh, we've had this remarkable experience with the lights. For some reason, you've become very enamored with, with a song that I really love involving Christmas. It was made famous by Faith Hill, and it's the song, uh, Where Are You, Christmas? You wanted to share with us just the very first part of that song. Can I do it now? Yeah, let's, let me hear you sing a little bit of it. 
Christmas. Why can't I find you? Where I used to know. My world is changing. I'm rearranging. Does that mean Christmas is too? Now I'm fascinated, Grace, that you have latched onto that song. Why do you like that song so much? Because it's done by JoJo Siwa. Oh gosh! All right, now it's first of all, it's not a JoJo Siwa song. Faith but Hill she sang sings it. it. JoJo Siwa, for people who don't know, is a horrendous. Uh, now teenage, uh, I don't even what you call her, entertainer, uh, that uh, Grace really likes. She's made a boatload of money, uh, basically uh, ripping off uh, the daughters of white trash. Uh, she's the white trash, uh, you, know, you get the new version of Britney Spears, okay, I guess. Okay, let's just stop yeah. talking about okay. her. Okay, all right, but let's go back to the song. So so I, you're eight years old. You're changing quite a bit. I think Christmas is changing for you and will change even more dramatically very soon for you. And so I'm curious, what do you think that song means? I think it means she always thought that Christmas was about um, the birth of uh, Jesus. And now, when she's like so near my age... She um, sees that, like, everyone's saying, like, it's about the lights, the presents, the decorations. And she doesn't know anything about Christmas anymore. It's actually coming about, like, she doesn't really like it anymore because she doesn't understand it. And are you feeling the same way? Are you? Is it changing for you? <laughs> I know it's about Jesus it's just it's changing for me because I really hoped that Chris by th- this time the COVID this dumb COVID stuff would end and it appears that I was wrong. Well, that's an issue we'll get to in a moment, but I I don't know that that necessarily inherently impacts your view of Christmas. Um, it kind of. Okay, so are you saying, by the way, you don't really care that much about the the toys and the presents anymore? I do care about the presents. Okay, I just want to make sure we're clear on that. So you still do care about the presents. All right, make and just in case Santa's listening, uh, she still cares a lot about the presents. All right, now since you've mentioned COVID, obviously this has been the year of COVID. COVID. Now, g- give us your general uh, assessment of, of the COVID virus and our reaction to it. What do you, how do you think we've handled this whole situation? Terribly. <laughs> Tell me why. Biden, Harris, um, Nancy, Poussum. Okay, but what? Why? Why do you? Why are you upset with the way that we have handled the the coronavirus? School. All right, let's talk about school. How was your? So your school ended in in March, and you you basically have had very little in person schooling since then. How has your schooling experience been for most of twenty twenty? Horrible. Tell me why. Um, masks being yelled at because I need some oxygen. I'm putting down my mask one day. And just for a couple of minutes, I got screamed at right in the ear. Put on your mask. You're spreading the 
COVID. By the way, I was outside. So you don't like wearing a mask, do you? Does anyone? Well, apparently some people do. They, they seem to, to like what it says about them. Uh, now, do you think we've overreacted to this thing? A little. Oh. I think we totally overreacted. Tell me why. Where do I start? Well, what's been the worst part of this for you? Disneyland closing. Disneyland closing. Yeah, I understand that. Um, and, and you even well, started supporting Donald Trump because you thought he might open Disneyland more than Governor Poussum, right? Yeah. Uh, now, did I explain to you why that was incorrect? Yes, and I think that fear is dumb because mom thinks that fear is dumb. <laughs> oh, so mommy told you I was wrong? Yes. Because mommy likes Donald Trump. Yep. But, but Daddy does not. Now, you used to not like Donald Trump, but you became a Donald Trump fan this year because you thought he was for freedom, right? All I know is because I went to this rally at my grandma's um, apartment. Down near their beach house, you saw a Trump rally, and you got very impressed by all the Trump people, right? Yep. Because they were waving American flags and talking about freedom, right? Freedom is what I stand for. Freedom is what you stand for. Grace Ziegler, freedom is what I stand for. Is that going to be the platform for your 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 uh, gubernatorial race uh, 20, 30 years from now? Huh? Are you going to run for governor on that platform? Freedom is what I stand for? That might, that not, that might work. I'm going to run for president. Oh, you got to run for something before president. Because no one has ever won the presidency without ever running for something else first. Got oh, it. wait a minute. Hold on. Donald Trump just did. <laughs> Well, you got to be a fake billionaire first. That's at least you at least have fake to be a fake billionaire. billionaire. <laughs> okay. So, um, all right. So, Grace, uh, you, you you think school has been terrible because of COVID? Horrible. And you you're upset that Disneyland is closed. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, what what else has bothered you about our COVID response? My friends. What about your friends? You have been very militant with your friends about um, their views on COVID. In fact... Hit the road, Jack. Yeah, you've, you've even told... You don't have that many friends, because let's face it, you're tough to deal with, right? I mean... I mean I'm mean, i like my mother. Yes, you're like your mom. Uh, you're very tough to deal with. You don't have a lot of friends. And, you, you, and there's not that many kids in our neighborhood. And you had two pretty close friends in our neighborhood who you literally told to hit the road, Jack, because why? Um, uh, because they thought that if I don't wear a mask around anyone, I'll die from COVID, which I think is stupid. So I just said, hit the road, Jack. And what do you call these friends? What, what do you call them? Kermit Penelope. No, no, no. But you, you have a phrase for them. What, what, how, what, what are they? Libs. They're libs. <laughs> so, so what is it? When you, you call someone a lib, which you now do on a regular basis, what does that mean to you to call someone a lib? Uh, I think it means they love Biden. No, but what does it mean with regard to COVID? If, you, if someone's a lib, because that seems to be the way you use it most often, is that they're, oh, that's a lib. They're wearing a mask or they're afraid of the COVID. Is that what it means to you? Yeah. And they also, they write for, like, it's hard to explain. 
it's hard to explain. Um, I think they root for Biden. They love. Uh, they love. Um, Newsom. But but Grace, when when you call someone lib, I don't know. Where did that even come from? Because I don't use the term lib. No, well, now I do because you do. But where did where did you learn that? I don't know. I don't know. I think I heard it. Okay, but it seems to me as if when you call someone a lib, it's because they're afraid of the COVID. Is that yep. true? Yep. Okay, and and the mask thing is a big sign. Yep. And and people, by the way, that are not uh, afraid of the COVID and are not uh, wearing masks all the time, what do you call them? I call them conservatives. I thought you called them free as a fawn people. Well, I used to, but now I know the real name. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so libs are afraid of the virus and conservatives don't like to wear masks and they're not afraid of the virus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, you do know that the virus is real, right? And that your grandparents have to be concerned about the virus, right? Mm-hmm. My grandma isn't that concerned. No, actually, you're right. She's not. <laughs> your She's gran- not at all. Your grandmother is over it. Your, how about your grandfather? He's kind of scared. Right. But, you know. He's like... He's old. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's 81, and he's getting older. You're right. Um, but he's not, you know, he's hanging in there. Um, but he, you know, he's living his life. And your your grandmother's really living her life. She's she's done. She's like, whatever. Screw the COVID. I'm living my life. I'm living my last life. And how do you feel about that? <laughs> I feel like, go grandma. Go grandma. Right. Because that should be her choice, right? Mm-hmm. If, she, if she wants to stay home alone, that's fine. But if she doesn't want to stay home alone, if she wants to see her grandkids, she should be allowed to do that, too. Actually, last night we had a big dinner with her. A big dinner. Mm-hmm. But big dinner meaning we had six people, right? <laughs> I mean, so just I don't want people to think that we're having a super spreader event at our house. But So it was, it was us four. I want people to think we're having a super spreader. Okay. And now... Um, have you learned anything this year at all in school? Anything? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> um, I learned about history. What have you learned? What have you learned about history? I think um, I learned about the Liberty Bell. The Liberty Bell. That's it. That's all you've... And what is the Liberty Bell, Grace? A bell that's cracked. Uh-huh. And where is it? Pennsylvania. Okay. Where the most popular ice cream is the most delicious ice cream. Oh, yes. You, you love... We got a, we got a shipment of... Right. We got a shipment for Christmas. Someone sent us five half uh, gallons of... Uh, of uh, Peachy Paterno ice cream because of my work on the Penn State case from the Penn State Creamery. It's the best ice cream in the world by far. Uh, so, uh, and that was by your way, your first Christmas, first ice cream you ever had, right? Yep. And you still love it. I love it. Okay. So, um, all right. So you haven't learned that much in school. No. Um, and you've tossed away friends because of the COVID. Mm, uh, I did get actually a lot of friends at school this year. 
Oh, well, that's good. Well, I'm glad that you're getting some friends. Of course, you're not allowed to get anywhere near them, right? You have to stay six feet away. We just break those dumb laws and go find somewhere else to some supervise and play. Oh, so you break the rules at school. Yep. You don't socially distance. Mm-mm. And has anybody uh, died of the COVID? Nope. Has anyone... Not a single child. Now, has anyone gotten sick? Nope. Okay. All right. Uh... Except for my favorite teacher, Mr. Nick. Okay. Oh, well, we don't know if he got the COVID or he not. He got the COVID. We don't know that. We, no. Okay, well, Grace, you're going to shut down your school now. This is, this is great. You're going to shut down your school with rumors. All right, so, so this has been a real edifying experience, uh, a very difficult year. School has been terrible. Halloween was terrible. Disneyland's been shut down. But let's, be, let's face it, Grace, you're a spo- spoiled child. And so, really, uh, in in comparison to most people, you're still having a very good life. Would you not agree with that? Mm, I mean, I did go to Yosemite. I did go to Zion Embrace. I did go to Las Vegas. I went to many people, uh, places. Right. So your mom and your dad have done a great job of trying to make this as bearable a year as possible. Let's just say the hotel in Zion Embrace had a river in its backyard. It felt like a house. It was fit for a queen. Had a bidet. Now, why is the bidet such a big deal? Why was that's all you guys? That's all you guys are going to remember from that trip is the bidet. Why? And the river. And the river. The river and the bidet. Why is the bidet is such a big? I, I'm telling you, parents, you got young daughters, get a bidet, and uh, your daughters are going to be thrilled. That's all that's, that, that's hours and hours of entertainment right there. Uh, and and um, that's all they'll remember. All right. Um, so, so you do realize, Grace, that you, you have it pretty darn good. There are a lot of kids that aren't even allowed out of their house this year. I know. You, you do realize that, it's right? It's stupid. It's very stupid, but that's the reality. Because your, your parents haven't lost their damn minds like most parents have. I just wish this was a big bad dream, and I just wish if I pinched myself, it would go away. Yeah, unfortunately, that's not going to happen. This is going to be around for quite a while in some yeah. shape or form. And I don't know whether or not Disneyland is ever going to really reopen, Grace. I don't know. It's going to be a long time still. So I just want to brace you for that. Newsom is fell down from hell and not heaven. Yes, he. And what do you call Governor Newsom? Poosom. Governor Poosom. All right, now let's wrap this up with a couple other things that have dominated your year. Big fun. Wow, you're you're anticipating. Grace is so good at this now that she can <laughs> anticipate where I'm going in the interview. <laughs> so you are, um, you have been a a very big fan of Bigfoot and the Loch Ness monster and the Kraken and Yeti. And the Chickacabra, all sorts of mysterious creatures. Bigfoot is by far your favorite. Is yeah. that is that true? Yeah. Okay. He is the most famous. Tell me why you're so so, so into Bigfoot and, and the others. Why do you find these things so I interesting? No, I just figured if people want to find out these things, and if they don't, we might never know many things in life. So I'm thinking I want to find this before maybe the world even ends. You think the world's going to end soon? And so we got to find Bigfoot? Yeah. Before so it we, ends? So we, know, so we know everything that this world holds. 
Well, I admire your curiosity. I admire that you want to be an investigator. And that's partially why I have gone on this journey with you. Because this is what we do when your, your, your daughter, your, your sister, Diana, is taking a nap. Back when she used to take naps, uh, you and I uh, investigate uh, Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster. I actually and, missed that. Okay, well, we still do it from time to time. But here's the thing. Here's what I found very interesting. Part of why I wanted you to go down this path was because you said you want to be an investigator. And to me... I just lied to you to make me show um, videos. You just lied to me. I'm joking. To get me to show you videos. (laughs) I'm kidding around. Well, when this began... I thought you said you wanted to be an investigator. I thought, this is great. Grace is going to find out whether or not Bigfoot is real, the Loch Ness Monster is real. Well, but no, you don't want to be an investigator because recently, what did you tell me when. when I just want to believe. You said, I just want to believe. You know what that makes you want to be? That, that makes you not want to be an investigator. That makes you want to be a major news media personality. Where you don't ask any questions, you don't find out what the truth is. You just okay, want to believe. I am an investigator. I no, do ask questions. No, 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 no. You well, because when we started to ask questions that were uncomfortable and indicated that maybe Bigfoot isn't out there and the Loch Ness monster isn't real, you actually stopped me and you said, <laughs> "You said what?" I said, "I'm just a believer. I just don't want to believe that Bigfoot's not real." So you just you just want to be told what you want to believe. Mm-hmm. So you're like a Trump supporter. Yep. All right. So so you just so you go to Fox News or it used to be Fox News, uh, you know, to get the information that makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. Right. So you don't want to hear anything negative about Bigfoot or the Loch Ness monster or the Kraken or anything else. Yep. All right. Are you excited by the way that there's now a, a hockey team that's called the Kraken? Mm-hmm. The Seattle Kraken. Yeah, that's pretty cool, huh? Uh-huh. I actually want their hockey stick. You want their hockey stick? You? Well, I'm, I'm not giving you a stick around your, your sister Diana, because I know that's going to go to no good whatsoever. All right. Now, so give me a sense, though, why you're... I'm amazed. This has been over a year. It's almost two years. You've been really big into Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster and the like. Tell me tell me why. What? Why is it still capturing your imagination? I just think it's the last thing to hold on to to my childhood. Wow. Wow, that's pretty I just heavy. heard it from a movie. Oh, you uh, you heard you you heard what you just said from a movie? You just plagiarized that line. Yeah. So here I was going to I was going to be so impressed that you had thought about why you're into Bigfoot that this is the last thing to hold on from, to from your childhood and now you're telling me you just stole it? <laughs> you stole it? It was bunk. It was from Bunked. Oh, my gosh. You plagiarized the TV show Bunked? That horrendous TV show about a summer camp? You plagiarized from Bunked. Yeah. Oh, Grace. That is so disappointing. And here I was going to be so impressed. Okay. I actually do think that, but that, but I did steal the words. That's okay. Well, that's soft plagiarism then. But it's still it's still plagiarizing Bunked, which is a terrible TV show. Uh, it's a great TV show. All right. So, bottom line, you think Bigfoot exists right now? Yep. A Loch Ness monster? Yep. Uh, Yeti? Yep. Kraken? Yep. Chickacabra? Yep. Wow. Are there any of these that you you don't think exist? 
Like, what about the guy from West Virginia? Uh, Mothman? Mothman. I think he exists. You think Mothman exists. So you buy all of these. I actually had some friends at school who actually encountered Mothman. Really? Of course. Wow. Well, there you go. Were they in West Virginia? Uh, They went on a trip to West Virginia. Wow, that's good. You 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 withheld that evidence, Grace. That's that's impressive. So what would what would it take to convince you that one of these did not exist? Nothing. Oh, because you just want to believe. Okay, so again, you you would be a really Except good. Except that the Patterson Gimlin film uh, was just a big monkey suit, then I'll be kind of worried. Oh, about Bigfoot, because that's that really is the the, the big key, piece of it. The, the key, key evidence of Bigfoot is the Patterson Gimlin. Uh, famous film from 1967. Basically, every video I have to watch includes that. Okay. Just to be clear, though, you, if you want to believe, that's fine. That would make you a fantastic Fox News commentator, not I, not an investigator. You I understand? am an investigator. All right. Well, no, you just don't want to find something that makes you feel badly that's all that which is fine in the era of covid that's pretty much what the news media does don't ask any hard questions don't uh, use your imagination don't think outside the box i just want to believe and so that you're in very good company grace now is there anything else you want to say any anything else you want to tell our audience in your this is your one time a year we may never get a chance to do this again so so what do you want to tell people what's going to happen with grace ziggler give us the future for grace ziggler Where are you headed? What do you want to do with your life? Hmm. I want to be president. Why? Um, so I can change what Biden's doing. Okay, well, 20, 30, for you, it'll be uh, 30 years from now when you're eligible. 30 years. That's gonna, he's gonna do a lot of damage. Biden's gonna do a lot of damage between now and then. (laughs) Someone get me a chainsaw or a gun. Uh, no, I think that, Grace, that would be illegal. Uh, just be clear. Let's make it very clear that you're not threatening the life of the president of the United States or the soon-to-be president of the United States. Okay? Well, I don't like him. And That's when fine. I don't like things, I take care of things. All right. Well, you're a doer. I understand that. But once again, Secret Service, this is not actually a threat. This is just an eight-year-old girl who doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. And so let's make this very, 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 very clear. All right. Correct, Grace? You're not actually making a threat against biden right maybe no grace stop it <laughs> okay i'm not making a friend against biden now newsome might be another story <laughs> all right anything else you want to say grace merry christmas except gavin newsome merry christmas to all except gavin newsome that's probably a pretty good way to end it grace Great job. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Oh, and Chet Biden, Harris, and Nancy. Nancy? Nancy who? Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. Okay. All right. Uh, Grace, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, This was your best job ever. Great job. I hope we do it again sometime. If not, I've really enjoyed these interviews, and I look forward to finding out what comes of Grace Ziegler. And this is my last words, maybe. It's costing money. <laughs> For those fans of the old syndicated uh, Sunday night radio show, that's what Grace famously said uh, on the last episode of that. Almost exactly four years ago today, she uh, explained why that show was going away by saying, it's costing money. So that is one of that's your... That's what Grandma said. 
that's one of your more famous sayings, and you've had many. So, Grace, thanks so much. Merry Christmas. Great job. Okay, bye. And it's costing money. Well, that's always uh, fun, and Grace did a fantastic job uh, in this probably about the fourth or fifth time that she's done the Christmas interview. Diana still needs a little more practice. I I was expecting a little bit more from Diana, uh, but she's still only three years old. Last year, it was my fault for, for having her participate too soon. She's actually quite a talker, Diana. And uh, it's interesting to see how different Diana and Grace really are. They're very different personalities. In general, I would say Grace takes much more after her mom, except for the whole investigating Bigfoot Loch Ness Monster business. Uh, And Diana seems, at least so far, to take much more after her dad. But I think Diana might have been a little intimidated by the surroundings and by her older sister, uh, who Grace has now become a pro. Uh, and uh, we'll see where that turns out, whether she's going to end up as the this generation's Ann Coulter or not. I don't know, but she, she's probably more conservative, Grace is, more conservative than I am now. Uh, when when she became a Trump fan, that really threw me for a loop. But And then when she started throwing her friends out of the house because they're, their libs i was really stunned but as far as you know we, we've covered for the last several years in this podcast the the christmas journey and as you can tell she still very much believes in santa claus which shocks me considering the fact that you know obviously she's very intelligent and uh you know she's eight years old and I've been dreading for a long time the inevitable death of Santa Claus. And that's partially why I was fascinated by her being enamored by the Faith Hill song, Where Have You Gone Christmas? Uh, because that really is, she doesn't realize it yet, but that's basically a song about a girl her, her age who realizes that Santa Claus isn't real and that Christmas isn't what I thought it was. Well, there's an interesting phenomenon going on with her. Her brain, I think, still has great questions about Christmas. I mean, she asks me all the, you know, the questions all most kids do. And we even had a major security breach this year. Major security breach. And it was from Friendly Fire, which really pissed me off. She has a cousin who, uh, a little older, uh, who told her that Santa Claus is not real. And, oh, boy, I was pissed, which is really odd and hypocritical for me since I, I've, for many years I've been preaching that Santa Claus is, is a bad lesson for kids. But, you know, if we're going to do it, you're going to do it, and you might as well go all in. And that's what I decided with, uh, with Santa and Grace. And we now have this weird dichotomy where her brain realizes that there's something not right here. And it's obvious to me that she can't really believe that her elf is real and that Santa is real. But spiritually, she is as deeply invested as she's ever been. I mean, she just the other day, Diana almost touched her elf, which, you know, supposedly destroys their magic. And Grace went bananas, like off the charts, like, like shaking. Uh, I mean, so I am re I don't know how to handle this. I've created a monster. I am so dreading whether it's next year, whenever it is, probably next year. I, I, I truly believe that COVID is the main reason why it wasn't this year because she's had so little interaction with other kids and school basically has been non-existent. Uh, um, I could be wrong about that, but you know, I, I think with the, everything is kind of stunted 
and uh, the evolution of not believing in Santa, I think, has been a little bit stunted. But I, I am so dreading, I cannot tell you, uh, the collapse of all this. Not because I actually enjoy her believing in Santa. It's a pain in the ass. It really is, especially having to deal with uh, the elf Eli every day during uh, December. And, you know, protecting the myth is, is a lot of energy and being always worried about it falling apart. I'm really worried about what it's going to do to her psyche and whether, you know, a part of her is going to die with it that's never going to come back. That part that says, I just want to believe, whether it's Santa Claus, Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster. And I think the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot element of this increases the urgency for me because I see it as all one big package. Once once Santa goes, Bigfoot's going to go, Loch Ness Monster's going to It's all going to collapse. Like the movie Inside Out, which we referenced there, where all the, the, the I've seen the movie, all the islands in this girl's uh, psyche start collapsing. And I can see that happening with Grace, and I'm really going to dread it. I'm going to really dread uh, the loss of the wonder years with my first child, Grace. And I, and I don't think they're going to be the same with Diana because Diana is much more of a no-bullshit, meat-and-potatoes kind of girl. <laughs> She's not going to have quite the same imagination, uh, I don't believe, as Grace is. And so uh, I'm, I'm really dreading that whole process, not just the, the pain of it. Also, by the way, the, the element of me having – enabled a lie is, is is very very difficult for me to handle uh psychologically especially since uh, you know i'm all about preaching the truth and and what have you so i this is this is a an inc- inherently conflicting set of circumstances but i hope you enjoyed as much as i did or at least as you know, close to as much as i did uh getting to know grace and and hearing her evolution over the years, and that's partially why we've done this once a year interview. I don't know whether or not we're going to get a chance to do it again next year. You know, my career is always in flux. I have no idea what's going to happen in 2021 for for anybody, but specifically me or this podcast. But I'm glad we've had the chance to do this, and I thank uh, Kevin Campbell, our producer, for being able to put this together in a special way and even adding a video to it, which we've never done before. So. That has been very special, and we really appreciate that. And if this is the last time we get a chance to do it, at least we have that uh, as a record, and hopefully Grace and Diana will be able to listen and watch this uh, sometime in the future, and and they will at least know that as crazy as their dad was, he loved them very, very much. And I hope you've enjoyed this and, and this episode of the World According to Zig podcast as we wrap up in a very special two-hour package this very crazy year of 2020. I hope you have a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and who knows? Uh, hopefully you'll hear from me more in 2021. Coffee? Oh, thanks. How did you sleep? Ugh, like a baby. I don't want to get out of bed, ever. These sheets are mm, incredibly soft. What did you say they're called again? Performance bedding by Sheiks. <laughs> performance bedding? <laughs> yeah, they're made from super high-tech performance fabric. They're incredibly breathable, so you're not waking up at night throwing covers off and then an hour later throwing them back on. Huh, no wonder I slept so good. Since I started using Sheiks, I sleep like a baby. No more sweaty nights for me. No? Well. <laughs> well, I like them because they're soft. They feel like, mm, silk. Performance fabric, huh? Maybe we should... Oh, I don't know. Try them out again. <laughs> <laughs> Comfort and performance for better sleep. That's Sheiks. S-H-E-E-X. Sheiks. Try Sheiks for 30 nights risk-free. Go to sleepcoolnow.com. 
Use promo code 1212 and get $40 off any sheet set. That's sleepcoolnow.com, promo code 1212. Sleepcoolnow.com, 1212.